0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. Hope you're all having a great day. The Packers continue on with OTAs outside of the watchful eye of the public and the media. But make no mistake, they are working, folks. And uh, most likely, really stressing their technique. That's something that you hear a lot of from the coaches, from the players, about what they're working on. And it is fascinating when you I highly encourage anyone and everyone who's even slightly interested in the game of football to try and seek out a few different coaching clinics uh, if you can. They're pretty available online at this point. It doesn't have to be anything even remotely recent, but there are plenty of YouTube uh, channels dedicated to this kind of thing. Just to get a look and a feel and an idea of hand placement and footwork and the things uh, they do regarding leverage and all these kind of really detailed minutia that you get drilled during this time of year that then they come back you know after their little summer break and they get the pads on for training camp and sometimes you see a lot of that work kind of slip away as things suddenly ramp up and hitting starts and Um, these are the moments during OTAs and minicamp where you really want to drill down on that stuff as a player and, of course, as a coach to make it second nature. And it is fascinating to see how, I mean, very, 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 very small the little things truly are. I remember watching one coaching clinic uh, with Adam Stenovich, It was a cool clinic uh, three or four years ago where he was highlighting just the splits from the offensive line and how they were even just standing in their stance, right? And how he pointed out the difference between David Bakhtiari and at the time a rookie lineman next to him and how just completely obvious it was that the guard next to Bakhtiari was going to be in trouble at the snap of the football because of his stance and how he had his weight distributed. And it's those things that you don't think of on a Sunday afternoon, you don't think of even probably when you're watching practices, etc., but that's the stuff that they're breaking down on film and that's the after each and every practice and that's the stuff they're drilling right now and those are the things that you have to make second nature especially as young as this team is going to be this year this work while yes it's somewhat guys running around in shorts and you don't really you know put too much stock into the results and the stats and things of that nature the technique work is incredibly important uh, the hand placement the Again, the t- attempts at finding the le- right leverage points and teamwork, working with the guys as far as whatever kind of steps you're taking as an offensive lineman along the path of a zone block, right? All these little things that we on Sundays we're drinking beer, we're watching ball, and we don't really think about it or worry about it too much. That's the bread and butter. That's the you know cornerstone of success in the game of football, and it's just a, a reminder that these are the kind of bricks right that are being laid to build the foundation that the packers are going to be built on it's exciting times now a lot of that work done out of uh the vision of the media and i think that's a good thing Um, i saw a clip go not i guess not viral yesterday but uh, you know they had uh, some rookie um i think it was in atlanta running a route and it wasn't a particularly good looking route and just twitter just exploded like what a terrible route blah 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 it's like yeah it's practice. Literally, the definition is to practice running your route. But, of course, because everybody's privy to everything these days, it, it gets blown up and turned into something it's not. Um, important work being done. A lot of it doesn't need to be covered. And that's why I don't get too crazy upset the way I used to, and I would have probably 10, 15 years ago when I was a much younger man, about you know the lack of access during OTAs and minicamps, something I've seen a little grousing about. Here along uh, these old Twitter streets, but good to see, good to see them back at it, as it were, the other day. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, Before I get going, I do want to give a shout out to our good friends at Ticket King. Make sure if you're looking for Green Bay Packers tickets, you check out Ticket King. You can go to CheeseheadTV.com, click on the schedule. We have individual links for each and every game, both home and away, preseason and regular season. They're all there. Make sure you utilize Ticket King if you are looking for Packers tickets. Do not go to Ticketmaster. Don't go to StubHub. Go to a Wisconsin-based company. Go to Ticket King. Support them. They are the bomb.com. Speaking of which, I see somebody uh, already utilized Ticket King here. We got Rich up in here. What's up, Rich. Aaron, thanks for promoting Ticket King. Got my tickets for the Rams game, paying 35% of what I paid StubHub last season for the Patriots game for nearly the same seats. That's what I'm talking about. Glad you got him, Rich. Enjoy that game, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. How's everybody doing? We got Mario up in here with a super chat. What's up, man? Matt LaFleur will prove a lot of people wrong. He's got a good chance to. No doubt about it. He's on that Aaron Jones trade. You know, it feels really good to prove people wrong, and Matt has a very, very good chance to do so. Now, I mean, the one kind of, you know, the one big question mark there is how does Matt LaFleur and uh, how do Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry bounce back on the defensive side of the ball this year? So I think that is going to be a big, big part of whether they sink or swim as far as having a very young offense and a first-time starting quarterback they're going to need that defense to play a lot better, a lot more consistently, right out of the gate. I think mean, that's the, to me, that's the story of the season right there. <laughs> Big B up in here with Stenagote, truly Stenagote. Al Ryder, what's up, man? Live again today? Yeah, I'm live every day, Monday through Friday, most weeks. Last Friday I missed because of. Stuff, But, yeah, no, most days, dude. Most days, I'm here. Uh Sandy says, so sick of all the criticism of love already. What the hell is wrong with so-called fans? Oh, uh, Sandy, I'm sure you're probably reacting to something or stuff that was kind of going around after that OTA practice um, the other day on Tuesday. And this is my point. You know, I had someone up in my mentions on Twitter because I had just retweeted someone else's video. And I was making a joke. I just said Super Bowl when it was a very simple, you know, drill that he was doing as far as getting outside the pocket and throwing the ball. And someone was like, oh, he said the ball just doesn't pop off his his hand the way it did with Aaron. Yeah, no shit. He's a different dude. It's a different quarterback. He's going to play a different way. That doesn't mean you can't win a lot of ballgames with him. It's going to look different. It's going to be different. You know why? Because he is different. But the moment he's not Aaron, everyone's like, oh, it's never going to work. Oh, my God, he's terrible. Oh, my God, that ball sucked. Or he threw a pass that wasn't, you know, perfect. Like, I got news for you. Yes, he is going to be very different than Aaron Rodgers. Welcome to a new era. Yeah, Sandy, I hear you. I hear you. That stuff drives me nuts, too. Hutch, thanks for the Super Chat. Can't wait for our upcoming 13-win campaign. G is for greatness, and that's what we'll get. Go Pack Go. Have a great holiday weekend. Thanks, Hutch. Thanks very much. I mean, 13 wins? Uh, To quote C-3PO, I wish I had your confidence. That's good, though. I'll take 13 wins. I'm down with that. 100%. Um, Lee Bruce, what's up, man? Did anyone notice though, that Barry's demeanor is different from when he got the job. That boy was pretty aggressive and assertive during his first few interviews. He now sounds more like Goody. I, uh, well, first of all, I mean, I, I think we've only heard from him once so far. Unless I'm misremembering. Um, but to your point, I think, yeah, the question from Mark Daniels was, wasn't a very good question, but regarding the um, number of number one picks on the defensive side of the ball... You know, I think Joe's aware of his situation. And as he said, there's pressure in the NFL each and every year, each and every week. This year's no different. He's got to deliver. He knows that. Obviously, he's got the backing of his head coach. There's zero doubt about that. So that's a step in the right direction for him. But, yeah, I think, you know, he's a human. He knows what's being said about him. He knows what's out there. Hell, they all do. I mean, they all say they don't read or watch anything, and they read and watch everything. I know this because guys talk to me about what I've said when I know I haven't even really put it out there outside of this kind of environment, this channel, you know? So I know that people are watching and I know that people are hearing what I'm saying about the team and certain players and coaches, etc. Like Joe Barry is no different. He's watching, he's consuming, he knows what's being said. So I do think, yeah, his, he got a little prickly with that question. I and mean, I think I understand why, but you know, on the flip side, you got a little got to deliver. It's no excuses 2023 baby. Joe has to bring the goods on that side of the ball this season. 1000% Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G. David, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Was in Green Bay for a comedy show. Tried to get carry the G from Festival. Didn't realize they stopped selling it at 9 p.m. another time. Oh, sir, welcome to Wisconsin. Yes, sir, 9 o'clock is the cutoff. Man, there used to be a few pockets. uh, I remember, I think in Kimberly, you could get it to midnight. And there were a few other places when I was growing up. But, yeah, 9 o'clock, dude. Come on now. Jonathan, you're hilarious. 13 wins is crazy. 14 wins. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Quinn, thanks for the super chat. Yo, Nags, hoping to see more Devontae Wyatt this year. You and everybody else. I really hope he gets a ton of work early in the season. Really anxious to see him in training camp. You definitely saw flashes last year. You saw the upside. Now he's got to be more consistent, hone that technique I was talking about at the start of the stream, and really bring the goods this year. Joe, thanks for the Super Chat. One year from now, which NFC North team will feel the best about their quarterback situation? The Green Bay Packers, obviously. I mean, I'm kind of fascinated to see how Detroit and Minnesota – go about transitioning out of the dudes they have right now. Because obviously, you know, they're going into this year with Goff and and, and, and Kirk, but those aren't long-term, you know, solutions. Um, Who are their guys, quote-unquote, going to be? Clearly, Chicago has thrown their weight behind Justin Fields, and they think he's their guy. And look, I know it's fashionable. I know... I know Packers fans love to hate on Justin Fields, but you know I was on Adam Rank's podcast last last year and talked about this. I don't, I'm not shy in saying it. I think he's really talented and I think he can be really good. Now they got to help him. And yes, does he pull the ball down sometimes and turn into a running back a little bit more than he should? Probably, but damn, you can see why he's really good at it. You know, he's going to continue to hone his game. He's got a head start on Jordan because he's played. You know. But I, man, I'll tell you what, I think that kid can be really good, and I hate that he's a bear. I mean, again, I'm not sitting here saying he's going to be some all-pro, blah, 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 but I think he can be a really good starting quarterback, and especially now that they've kind of started to put some pieces around him. Uh, You know, I think Getzi's a really talented coach, good play caller. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Uh, Jacob, thanks for the Super Chat. So, according to the 10,000-hour rule, we should be watching a master at work under center this year. Includes Love's time in college. Stoked. <laughs> well, Jacob, yes, you can twist that however you need to. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not quite there with you, but I feel, I feel, I feel where you're at. Uh, Jason, when do the tickets go on sale for the 2025 draft? As far as I know, I'm not sure you need tickets. I know it's free to attend, so you don't need to buy anything. Um, But I don't know if it's as simple as you just roll up and show up Um, I'm sure that information will come out in due time Uh, They had a press conference about that The Packers hosting the draft a couple days ago And they said a lot of that kind of minutia and the details All that information will be forthcoming Here in the coming months and year But right now there's no information on that Uh, What else we got folks, what else we got? How many starters will the Bears go through before the love era ends? It's a good question, Rick. It's a good question. That is a franchise that has seemed to deem the quarterback position to be disposable. However, like I just said, I think he's pretty good. We will see. We will see. <clears throat> Lee Bruce. Ravens had have had an elite defense's elite O-lines and great pieces on offense like Hollywood and Andrews. I mean, Andrews, yes. Hollywood? Come on now. I mean, he was fast, sure. But it's not like he's some great receiver. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson's pretty fucking good. You know, Greg Roman ran a very cer- very specific style of de- offense with him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Harbaugh's a really good coach. So, yeah, I think that's, they're a really damn good team. Hmm. Nags, I thought Myers had the skills that Lindsley did coming into the NFL. Thoughts? I just don't. I think he does, as far as just raw ability and the athletic upside. But you certainly haven't seen the consistency that you saw from Corey right out of the gate. That was was so kind of, um, you know, exciting about Corey Lindsley his rookie year is that you saw right out that first start in Seattle. Like, sure, there were some rough moments in there would be for anybody, sure, in that, especially in that environment, at that position, but you saw um, not only his technique, but the strength. I mean, he's such a strong dude. Um, compact, but really well put together and could really move people and really could stand his ground. With Josh, you see some of that, but man, it's so inconsistent, and the bad is real bad. I mean, there are moments where it's embarrassing to watch his film. He's got to erase that. I mean, I understand. Guys, are you're going to get beat. That's going to happen. But, man, to get beat in a rig, an embarrassing way, which has happened with Josh, that's just bad. He's got to get that off. He's got to wipe that out. More, con- he's, And that's so frustrating. As you see the high-level play, it's there. It's just not nearly consistent enough. And That's what he's got to do. Uh, Nags, your perspective on the kickoff returns ruling just when we got our special teams together. Well, you know, and I've seen this quite a bit from Packers fans, like, "Oh, we finally get a returner, etc." Man, the, you know, the kickoff—it's not going away just yet. I know it's going to probably change pretty dramatically this season with the, you know, the ability to fair catch and start at the 25. But as Key Keyshawn said on his on, on the when that news broke, you know, what's a fair catch? I mean, he's gonna he's gonna return it. I mean, hell, he's taking it out of the end zone on the regular. So uh, I'm not too worried about it as long as the play is still around and legal. I think they're going to utilize it, and they've been pretty damn successful with Keyshawn back there doing it, and I think that's going to continue. Um, Now, how long that's going to last? We'll see. This is just a one-year rule. They're going to supposedly look at the data and study it and blah, 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 but I think there's a good chance it becomes permanent, and that's probably a precursor to getting rid of the play altogether. That's where it's headed. Uh... Who is a player who is not in the Packers Hall of Fame but you think should be? I totally think Mike Wall should be in. Oh, a 1,000% Mike Wall should be in. That's not even close to a question. Um, he's so good. And it's fu- It's funny because I think people forget that when he started, they got him in the supplemental draft. Uh, when he began his career, he they played him at tackle. And you need to talk about inconsistent. He was pretty inconsistent out there. But when they moved him to guard – it really clicked and he really took off and he was so good. He's part of that line when Favre broke his thumb, on Green set records and the whole stadium knew they were running the ball and they still ran the ball at 4 yards, 5 yards a clip. He was part of that, you know. Yeah, he was an incredible player and 1000% should be in the Packers Hall of Fame. No doubt about it. How would they eliminate how would they eliminate kickoffs? That means no onside kicks that is exactly what it means, Jim. Um, They would come up with some other mechanism and they've already talked about this and actually teams have uh, proposed possible um, replacements for the onside kick. um, Converting like a fourth and 20 and things of that nature. So, yeah, how will they get rid of it? The owners will vote and they'll just get rid of it. It's coming. Like like I said, it's not going to happen this year but I'd give it five, six years and it's probably gone. If then. I think it's going to be probably gone before that, but that's the time frame. Uh, will the Bears do a better job than the Ravens surrounding Lamar? I highly doubt it, man. I don't know. They've, I thought, had a pretty decent offseason. We'll see. You know, that's the thing. They've got a new uh, new general manager, uh, one who is tasked with turning them around, and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and find out. But uh, so far, I think they've done a decent job of it you know that's what's the beauty of it right you got to let it play out and see how these things coalesce but you know you keep talking about the ravens though but, like the ravens are really good like yeah i don't want the bears to become the ravens no <laughs> you know but they good uh unpopular opinion fields has a higher upside than hurts i mean i i can't say with any kind of authority but I don't think that's a crazy notion, you know? You saw the jump Hurts took. It's so funny to me watching Jalen in the Super Bowl and people, you know, know, putting him on this pedestal, as they should because he's really freaking good. But just a year ago, I can show you a night where the Eagles were on national television and he did not play particularly well just one year prior. And people were like, oh, he's terrible. They need to go find another quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Like people are so quick to judge and so quick to pull the trigger and, and move on to whatever's next rather than let a guy develop, especially at the quarterback spot. And look, lo and behold, he got to play, he got experience, he developed, and he got better. It's amazing. And yeah, to your point, I mean, I think Fields has the chance to be pretty damn good if he continues to develop. Now, look, yes, he's played some ball, and like some of it is good, some of it is bad. We have no idea where he's headed, but this notion from Packers fans that he's terrible is just fanciful in my eyes. I just, I don't see that. How many playoff games has Lamar won? One. Uh, He won an MVP. He's pretty good, dude. Did we try to trade Savage? We should. No, they did not try to trade Savage. They uh, adjusted his contract. Uh this is his this is the last chance saloon for Darnell Savage this year. No question about it. Um, y- you make no mistake about it. He is going to be given every opportunity of that. There's no doubt, but yeah, this is this is it. He's got to make it work. He's got to return to form or else he'll be he'll be out of here. <clears throat> Hutch, thanks again, man. With some hindsight now, do you think Wolf would have done better given the circumstances than Goot? I think Goot has been great personally. Really hard to say. It's a good question, but, you know, the the ways of operation now, the way the league is set up is so different. And one of the reasons that Ron Wolf wanted to retire in the first place is because of the, you know, the way free agency was headed. I love Ron, and I think you can't take away anything that he has done for the Green Bay Packers and the way, the path he set them on. But I do think that, yeah, today's league is very different. And I don't know, you know, if he... Yeah, would have cherished and, and really gone after it with the guts of gusto that he did, you know, back in the day. But I do know he's an amazing a talent talent evaluator. And I do know that he like constructed some amazing teams in his time. So I think he'd adapt and I think he'd obviously be really good at you know, whatever general manager role you gave him. But yeah, I think I think Goody's done a good job and I wish Packers fans recognized it. I wish more Packers fans recognized it. I know there are those out there who kind of appreciate the way he goes about his job. But, yeah, the amount of Gutekun's criticism I see on a daily basis kind of baffles me. And it really does speak to Entitled Town more than anything else. Uh, I Got that, I got that. Awesome. Wolf was less patient than Ted or, or Goody Rick, that's probably fair, but I will say sometimes it served him well. Nothing wrong with uh, seeing a mistake, admitting to it, and moving on. Which is something I think Goody has done a better job of than Ted did. You know, each guy's different. Each guy's going to have a very you know their own way of working. But yeah, I don't think I don't think that's an unfair assessment. Um, but I think it served him well at, at the same time. I loved how he turned the bottom of the roster, and I think Goody has kind of reflected Wolf in that regard. Like he has been less precious about the locker room than Ted was, and I I am glad for that. All right, everybody, I'm gonna have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out talking packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go pack go. <laughs>